I'm Virginia Allen, and this is the Daily Signal Top News for Friday, February 9th. Here are today's headlines. Special counsel Robert Hur released his report on President Joe Biden yesterday. Hur was tasked with looking into Biden's retention of classified documents and whether or not he should be charged for retaining them. The report recommended against charging Biden for retaining classified documents, both from his years as vice president and senator. But the report did not do Biden any favors. In his findings, Hur said one of the reasons Biden should not be tried for holding the documents is because a jury would find Biden sympathetic as, and I quote, an elderly man with a poor memory. And Hur also noted that Biden's diminished faculties make it less likely that he intentionally violated the law. Biden held a press conference from the White House around 8 p.m. last night to respond to the findings in that report. Biden opened his remarks by saying that he was glad that Hur reached the decision that no charges should be brought against him. Biden also noted the differences between his case and that of former President Donald Trump, who does face charges for holding onto classified documents. Hur conducted a lengthy interview with Biden as part of his report. But during the press conference last night, Biden went on to address the concerns that Hur raised in the report over Biden's mental state. While Biden criticized her for indicating that he could not remember important dates, he appeared to forget the name of where his late son, Beau, got a rosary that he wears. In addition, I know there's some attention paid to some language in the report about my recollection of events. There's even reference that I don't remember when my son died. How in the hell dare he raise that? Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business. Let me tell you something. Some of you have commented, I wear since the day he died, every single day, the rosary he got from Our Lady of... Every Memorial Day, we hold a service remembering him attending... Later in the press conference, Biden appeared to be seeking to talk about the president of Egypt, but got his title mixed up with the president of Mexico. Initially, the president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian material to get in. I talked to him. I convinced him to open the gate. Biden told reporters during the Q&A session that his memory is fine. The White House has indicated it might release the transcript of Biden's interview with her, though all classified information would be redacted. But her's report citing Biden's poor memory and the president's blunders last night triggered a member of Congress to suggest that it might be time to consider removing Biden under the 25th Amendment. The 25th Amendment provides that if the president is unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office, the vice president shall immediately assume the powers and duties of the office as acting president. Republican Representative Claudia Tenney is calling for the cabinet to consider invoking the 25th Amendment, but there's no indication as of today that the cabinet has any intention of doing so. Vice President Kamala Harris has come to Biden's defense. She called hers assessment of Biden politically motivated. 
It's out. Tucker Carlson's two-hour interview with Russian President Vladimir Putin is now able to be viewed on X, YouTube, and Tucker Carlson's website all for free. As expected, much of the interview revolved around Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Putin told Carlson that Russia's war with Ukraine could be over within a few weeks if the United States stops supplying weapons. Putin said that until that happens, the Russians will continue fighting. Putin's words to Carlson were, we haven't achieved our aim yet. One of the moments in the two-hour interview that has received quite a bit of attention is when Putin questioned Carlson on why America's leadership is so committed to supporting Ukraine. This clip was shared on X by the End Wokeness account. Take a listen. Do the United States need this? What for? Thousands of miles away from your national territory. Don't you have anything better to do? You have issues on the border, issues with migration, issues with the national debt, more than $33 trillion. You have nothing better to do, so you should fight in Ukraine? Wouldn't it be better to negotiate with Russia, make an agreement, already understanding the situation that is developing today? After the interview, Carlson shared his thoughts and reaction in a nine-minute video. He explained how the interview began. He asked Putin to explain essentially why he had invaded Ukraine, and Putin proceeded to launch into history of Russia. Again, you can find that full interview on X, YouTube, or on Tucker Carlson's website. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu indicated plans today to launch military operations in the Gaza Strip city of Rafah. Netanyahu has ordered the IDF to prepare a civilian evacuation plan for that city. The Associated Press reports that before the war, Rafah's population was about 280,000. Now the United Nations reports that Rafah is home to about 1.4 million additional people who fled from other areas from fighting in Gaza. So there's questions as to where those civilians can be relocated now. The United Nations says it does not want another massive displacement in the region. But Israel says military operations are necessary in Rafah because it is the last Hamas stronghold left in Gaza, according to the Associated Press. The announcement from Israel comes as the Biden administration has called for Israel to lessen the intensity of its military operations in the name of protecting civilians. Let's check in on where things stand with the 2024 presidential race. On Thursday, former President Donald Trump won the Nevada caucuses. There were no other major candidates competing against Trump in those caucuses. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley was in Nevada's primary on Tuesday and lost to the checkbox none of these candidates. Still, Haley has vowed to stay in the race. Trump won all 26 of Nevada's GOP delegates in the caucuses on Thursday. Trump also won the U.S. Virgin Islands caucus on Thursday. The South Carolina primary is just around the corner on February 24th. And in a very different race this weekend, the San Francisco 49ers will face off against the Kansas City Chiefs in Super Bowl 58. Kickoff is at 6.30 p.m. Eastern. The game is being played in Las Vegas, and Usher is performing the halftime show. 
Before we head into the weekend, we want to take a moment on the show today to recognize the lives of five U.S. Marines who tragically died in a helicopter crash in California on Tuesday. The Marines were reported to have been taking part in a routine training exercise. They took off from an Air Force base in Nevada to a Marine Corps air station in California. The Marines' crashed helicopter was found on Wednesday. The cause of the crash is under investigation. Today, we learn the names of those five men who died in the crash. Their names are Lance Corporal Donovan Davis, who was 21, Sergeant Alec Langan, who was 23, Captain Jack Casey was 26, Captain Benjamin Moulton was 27, and Captain Miguel Neva was 28. Our prayers are with their families. Thanks so much, though, for being with us, for joining us this Friday afternoon for the Daily Signal Top News. Make sure you check out our morning show every weekday. We bring you interviews with lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. On Monday morning, Rob Louie is sitting down with the CEO of the conservative credit card company, Coin, Rob Collins. Be sure to catch that conversation. And if you have a little extra time between the Super Bowl and all fun things during the weekend, Take a minute to leave The Daily Signal a five-star rating and review. And also make sure to hit the subscribe button wherever you like to listen. Have a great weekend. Hope your team wins in the Super Bowl if they're playing. We'll see you right back here on Monday morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.